Thursday evening, everyone, and hope y'all are having a great day. One more day to the weekend, and I know everybody's getting ready for a weekend. I know CJ's going to Fan Expo. Mm -hmm. so and I will get the opportunity to meet my number one. I'm getting his autograph on Sunday. For those <laughs> who may, may not know who my number but, one is, you have not been paying attention. I know. It's been on every show, I think. <laughs> But I know if you know who it is and we'll see if you're right. The heat is just completely exhausting here in Houston. I, I, I do like heat, but usually it's not this temperature until July. here, So it's a big difference. My body didn't have the chance to actually warm up to this. <laughs> no, and it's been this way for like weeks. It's like I come inside. My face is as red as a tomato. Mm hmm. Definitely. It's not even July. Right. It's scary about August. Yes. I mean, we're, we're already on Hell's Front Porch. What's it going to be in July and August? Mm -hmm. True. Just so y'all know, our Tuesday morning show next week, we have Mombi Rella coming on, and it is going to strictly be Comic Palooza. So we're talking nothing but Comic Palooza on that show. Unless we have a, a funny Amy moment or CJ moment that we can all pick up. Hey, Russell. So definitely looking forward to that. And of course, Comic Palooza just announced three more guests. If you are a Stargate fan, yes, Michael Shanks is going to be there. One of my holy grails. Still working on that one. Trust me, it may happen. <laughs> and thank you, William, for sharing. But we are going to be talking props. And we have a prop designer with us today, Chris Ellery. Of course, we'll, we'll get more prop designers on. I don't think we've really had enough cosplayers or prop designers on the show. So we definitely get, need to get more of that being a convention podcast. So welcome, Chris. And if you can, Thank tell you. us a little bit about yourself. Thank you. Well, as you said, I'm Chris Elric. Um, and I'm a mathematician, mathematician turned uh, prop maker. Um, and I've been perhaps a maker since I was in kindergarten when my dad brought home a, uh, um, a set, uh, where you could make, say, uh, uh, um, an alarm, a bell alarm, you know, mechanical, you could make a, a generator, um, an EMF, uh, um, uh, detector. And anyway, it was basic circuitry. So I learned basic circuitry in, as a kindergartner. Um, and then I took that and rigged it up to the, the door because I have two younger siblings. And I thought it would be funny to make the alarm that we had built have a tripwire. <laughs> anyway, so the alarm would go off whenever some, some may say that. <laughs> um, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun catching my sisters in the act. <laughs> so anyway, I've been I've, I've been making ever since, um, and uh, I guess uh, I started to get more serious about it uh, when I was in junior high, and I made my first proton pack. Um, so that was Mach one, um, and uh, I'm presently uh, uh, designing all of the. Uh, Ghostbuster uh, accoutrement to, to for uh, 
Ghostbuster enthusiasts, um, and the ones that I have built are um, rather unique, um, as all, all, all the things that I intend to build uh, will be. Um, so I have a pretty uh, robust build ethos. Um, I think uh, the, the market is saturated with mar makers who can uh, do precision one-to-one -one, uh, props. And um, that's wonderful. I, you know, I get a lot of, I, I get a big kick out of watching those makers do their craft. That's not really what I'm about. It's not what the Elric um, uh, Alchemy Lab is about. We're about making props sufficiently movie accurate that are robust, which is to say there should be some expectation that you can drop this thing on concrete, pick it up, and play with it again. And if you can't, I have a robust warranty, send it back, and we fix it because we believe in play. We think it is a very important, it's, it's important for good mental hygiene. Um, it's important for kids to not learn how to grow out of playing, which I think is a big problem uh, uh, with our youth uh, as they forget to play, or perhaps some haven't learned. And so I want to foster an intergenerational play um, uh, uh, zeitgeist to the small extent that I can by, you know, opening shop. Um, you say, are you going to open like, uh, like almost like a laser tag version, but something like that for kids? Oh, oh, um, <laughs> I have ideas uh, that are along that line, uh, more augmented reality. Than laser tag, but that's I love where I love that kind idea. Of, kind of like that sort of thing, just kids can go and just play with whatever you got going on. Well, sort of for like the for Ghostbusters, of course, they have the goggles, right? <clears throat> and the goggles that I would like to do, uh, the goggles are still in R and D. But the goggles I'd like to do is if you have them down over you, they talk to the proton pack, and you would see a stream, you'd see a ghost, and then interact with fellow Ghostbusters. And this is not a technically difficult thing to program. I mean, you could do it with an Arduino and at various peripherals. And then every once in a while get them slimed. <laughs> I'm sorry? They get slimed once in a while? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that can be like a point system or something. I don't know. <laughs> I knew this says ghosts. Where? Well, we were talking about ghosts earlier, but... Yes, know. yes. I yes. Ghostbusters came up, but yeah, just like a big playland for kids. I, I like certain things had different themes. I think that would be a blast. Oh yeah, um, Ghostbusters is where I'm starting. Mm -hmm. uh, Star Wars will be next. Uh, oh. Yeah, um, I have. Uh, if you make a real lightsaber, I want dibs. <laughs> it won't, regrettably it won't be real I, uh, but, I wish I could uh, make some sort of guarantee that one day now I think you gotta go to Hacksmith I think they, they have a better um, I think they're more likely to do it first but anyway uh, no this uh, again just like the any prop that I intend to make these uh, are meant to be um, um, used and abused to a certain extent. Um, now, of course, there are all kinds of sabersmiths you can buy from, um, and they all basically, in my view, have you know up to homomorphism 
let's math speak for kind of equivalent way of doing things. I want to redesign the whole thing from the ground up. And I can give some details uh, without saying too much uh, because I, I'm in the process of working my, with my IP lawyer about the matter. But uh, one of the problems, even with the best lightsabers, is the unidirectional uh, speaker. It's necessarily unidirectional because it's in the housing, the hilt. Mm -hmm. And so if you're behind it and you've got a good build um, and a good speaker, you can really hear it. I mean, it sounds real. It's kind of got a wicked sound. But if unless you're you, the user, you, you lose all of that. And that, that's there's a way to make that more immersive. There's another way. And sound is one of those things that I'm going to address. Very nice. So did you go to school for any of this or you just kind of... No, I went to school just to be a pure mathematician. My dad would have preferred that I be an engineer. And I guess I am now. <laughs> so <laughs> he got what he wanted in the end. Well, you know, engineering and math do kind of go together. You know, that's absolutely true. But uh, crossing the chasm from pure to applied math has been an adventure unto itself. Certainly one that uh, has coincided with the starting of this business. Math makes um, my brain hurt. I'm not going to lie. It makes my brain hurt. <laughs> so bless your heart. You know what? It, it makes mine hurt, too. Okay. I don't feel so bad. <laughs> don't feel bad. It's kind of like, yeah. like a math problem, and it's like four cats plus six popsicles. How many are on the roof? That's what it looks like to me. <laughs> That wouldn't no, be a no, bad abstract algebra problem, but anyway. <laughs> no, that's just what my brain does. So if you didn't go to school, you just kind of developed it a little bit at a time. You've got the, is it Eric Alchemy? Is that Elric. Elric Alchemy. I'm sorry? What made you start that? Yeah, there was a, a few motivations. Um, one was the appeal to my childhood desire to build. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, hmm. Perhaps the most important reason is my son. He's four. Very much, uh, goodness, it's a blast playing with him, but it's getting harder to keep up. But I have had so much fun introducing him into the worlds that blew my mind, you know, when I was his age. And if I'm going to have this ethos of, you know, generational play and that I want to contribute to that, to that being a part of our zeitgeist, then I need to be an exemplar of that. So I see my building, my, my, my um, um, I guess engineering would have been a better word, and my uh, time spent with him as uh, fundamentally linked, inextricable. Um, and I wanted to have more time with him as he grows up. And 
I think the best way to do that is to never stop playing. Like it. So, yeah, that was a big motivation. What's the most difficult you've ever done so far? Say again. What's I'm sorry, most, I'm hard of hearing. What's the most difficult and intricate thing that you've done to this point? A lightsaber. Difficult because the wiring is, is, tends to be rather unmanageable in such a narrow space. Okay. Um, and uh, the ones that I've done so far, I call it digital articulation, meaning I want to be able to spin them around like they do in the movies. Mm -hmm. So that makes the channel inside where, where all the electronic components are going even, even smaller. Um, so kind of an aside, a lot of sabersmiths, some of them are paying attention to you know, how uh, thick the, the, the final product is. I, that's, let me take that back. I'm sure they're all paying attention to it, but I, I wonder to the extent how much they're thinking about, okay, how, can, how much can my users do uh, or act as though they were Jedi or Sith in a movie? And that for me is extremely important. I want, I, I want there to be, if you pick this up or whatever it is, that you feel kind of pulled into the character that you want to be already just by handling the device. That's what I want. I want to have that very unique effect. Gotcha. Now, I know you said your son's four, <clears throat> but do you ever have him with you when you're working on this? And is he very intrigued with it? Is it catching on with him? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, anytime he's uh, in the lab with me, he is quote unquote helping me. And I, that is um, a feature I totally want to nurture, a characteristic I want to nurture. Um, yeah, so to answer your question, yes. And uh, it excites me. Um, uh, I think my favorite ba dad badge, if you will, is uh, he, he goes around and he says, my dad's a toy maker. And I, <laughs> just hits awesome. me right in the feels every time I hear it. <laughs> Whether that's he's, awesome. yeah. Uh, just, that's what I want. It's that, you know, love that you, and a shared passion that you can pass on. Yeah, he hasn't called you Santa Claus yet. <laughs> well, that would be odd because we're Hebrew. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that, that could do a little bit. <laughs> I can now, he, he may be in trouble with his school mates, you know, if he says the jig is up. I don't know. You know. <laughs> Tell him it's a secret. <laughs> yeah. The secret that only you and I know. Exactly. Go from there. So what's... What's kind of, are you able to do like props and stuff for movies in the area or movies in Texas, that sort of thing? Have you connected that way yet? Oh, uh, one of the engines behind this, uh, an individual who's been very good to me, is trying to channel me in that direction. But I, at present, no, I, I'm okay. not doing any of that kind of work. Uh, would I turn it down? No. No, that would just be more exercise and for me more playtime. You know. So what's your standard like order sort of thing that you, you kind of have as a general overall product? Um, can you refine the question? 
Okay. Um, if it, if it's not from movie theaters, what generally do you make the products for? That um, like, I don't want to be rude. Stories or are they for? Oh, um, okay. So like, uh, I mean, as far as focusing, do you mean like, am I focusing on a particular genre or? Yeah. Um, um, no, not at all. Um, I'm simply starting out with things. So maybe I do understand your question. So I've started with Ghostbusters things. I've started with Ghostbusters simply because that's my favorite. Um, I'll move into uh, Star Wars uh, next. Um, that will probably, if I want everything to a level of refinement, so that probably won't be till next year that I make that move. Um, from there, uh, I definitely want to move into like, um, I guess, TV shows uh, like Doctor Who is obviously huge. Um, so. my language. Keep going. <laughs> so I want you know to be able to produce you know the the um, you say the screwdriver the various screwdrivers um, mm -hmm. again that will just have make a person's face light up the moment they hold it um, and knowing that it's 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 theirs and uh, it's. I mean, you can put it on your shelf if you want, but you can play with it. That's what I want people to know. So people can order this stuff on your website, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Which Greg has already put in the comments for those watching. Yes. Wonderful. Now, Thank you said Ghostbusters, and we met a group at CypherCon mm -hmm. that is pure Ghostbusters. Have you ever done anything for cosplay groups or any individual I cosplayers or? No, I've well, I've only <coughs> short answer is no. The only um, uh, experience I have with cosplayers is being one myself. Um, I am astonished by uh, other people who put as much work or more than I uh, into a, a single project, and I, that just uh, that hits me right in the feels. As I, I, that's what I want to see. Um, and I think it would be fun um, if somehow that convention mindset, because I think people are generally more open-minded in a convention scenario than perhaps um, you know, out on the street. Now, granted, it might be a little weird to see you know, a full-size bumblebee um, walking around um, I you know, your neighborhood. <laughs> I, I think it would be awesome. But I'd like to see there be uh, in society, uh, or I'd like to see a bigger piece of that culture, if you will, move into regular quote unquote society. So that, again, it creates a space for people to play and that it can be natural. It's um, not the word, the opposite would be taboo. It shouldn't be taboo for adults to play. It shouldn't be a taboo for adults to play spiritedly as though they, they, they once did, and especially with their children. Mm -hmm. It's such a missed opportunity if that's not happening. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you get the opportunity to see the world through their eyes. You're almost reseeing mm. the world again. Sure. But, you know, your generation are so off, so it, you get to investigate the world at the same time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Now, with the Star Wars, you have mentioned the Jedi and the lightsaber. Hmm. 
do you use by chance like a 3d printer for stuff like mandalorian or bounty hunters or i i do use 3d printing tech i will confess to you that i generally use it only for modeling uh because i i know that um 3D printing tech is very robust and you can make very like nearly indestructible things. Um, but I know I'm still a fan of metal. Um, and if you can make it, you know, light enough, um, that the, that the user doesn't feel overburdened with it. Um, so, um, yes, I use 3D modeling, but it, it's just a starting place. I, it's just, it's not, um, There'd have to be a really compelling reason for me to uh, put it in a particular um, uh, prop. Yeah. Now you got me intrigued. Do I you know, have a forge? That, <laughs> that would seem more real if it's got like the real me metallic. It's not like plastic. It would seem more real to me. Um, I heard two questions. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mine was, do you have a forge for all the metal and thinning it out and putting no but that's uh it. that's next on the on the list i have other means of doing all of those things presently um so yeah and then i'm sorry your question i said for me it would seem more real that way using metal as opposed to like oh yeah or you know the 3d printing because you'd actually get the feel of sure. metal of the saber and sure the handle so i think that's Absolutely. cool well, you got me intrigued knowing sword makers and stuff like that with the forge so that's just that's even more exciting to me well i'm glad you brought it up because it reminded me of uh the next stage following uh, uh broadening out into shows i want to do uh i would have to hire someone on for this particular craft because i don't have the skill set is making uh, iconic swords now of course again that's another saturated market but one thing that i really want to do differently is to make fantasy battle ready swords that are uh, um, um, I'm sorry I'm uh, hanging up on words uh, that are not prohibitively expensive yeah, uh, they, can be. They, uh, they they really are well, and you, you tend to get what you pay for um, in that realm. So there's that. Um, but I don't think it should have to cost an arm and a leg, and I'm using that with all the intended irony, um, <laughs> in order... I got to, <laughs> no pun to, intended. Well, he with intended irony, too. He kind of doubled at it. Um, to, to have, you know, that that blade of, of, of legend, you know, um, and wield it, you know, whether you're doing it as a cosplayer or, um, uh, or you're in the, the zombie apocalypse. I mean, we have to take that seriously. <laughs> so. I know, I just Amy popped into my head. You know. a Amy, Amy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an Amy for the zombies. Gotcha. So she's our horror fanatic. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, ready. Yeah, yeah. Can't hurt. No. no, it certainly can't. And uh, you know, in the meantime, it's a lot of fun to 
collect the various swords that you think you may want or need when you're cutting down the, the hordes of undead. There you go. For Have me, you... it would be on Onderil. Uh, mm -hmm. So. Have you ever done the challenge of like you're given a box of stuff and you just need to make something? Whatever you, you're just hmm. given like a box of stuff and or you found a box of stuff at like a yard sale or something and you're like, okay, what am I gonna make out of this? Do you know what I mean? I've never heard of that. This is a game. No. Okay. Sometimes, like when I go to crafts, when I go to yard sales or something, I see like a box of crafts. I'll get and okay, okay, what can I do with this to make it? Make what can I make out of it? My so, house is my box of crafts. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'll work too. I mean, that's how I keep. Uh, you know, if something's uh, broken or uh, unnecessary, you know, if it can't be recycled, you know, okay, so I throw that out. But if it, if I can take it out or take it apart for the parts, mm -hmm. uh, that's that's good fodder for R and D right there. <laughs> that's so, actually really good. Yeah, that well, that's how I built my first proton back in junior high. I collected a lot of loose electronics and you know my my mother wasn't particularly happy but uh she she let me you know take it all apart and reassemble it in a way that looked to me like a proton pack so, so it's a form of recycling yeah yeah it, it's nice. better better than making a bomb with a chemistry set oh good lord yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it's true because i mean they um, had them back in my day <laughs> i'm not going to comment on that one either but i'm going to pass over that <laughs> nothing like firework making your own fireworks <laughs> kids do not try this at home <laughs> disclaimers going up <laughs> Trevor's like been there, done that. <laughs> Love it. You, you know I mark it explicit anyway. <laughs> there you saying, go. Just avoid the censors yeah. altogether. Trust me, we need it sometimes. <laughs> I'm sure. This is true. Now, sure. we talked before the show, and you're actually going to be a vendor at Comic Palooza. Mm -hmm. Yes. So. Are you going to be wearing any of the stuff that you have made? Or? Well, uh, naturally, uh, it wouldn't be any fun if I <laughs> didn't do that. Uh, I'm well, looking forward to it. You can't. Uh, no, I'm. Uh, I wouldn't do it if I couldn't at least wear the stuff. I mean, that's that's that. They would. It would be like taking a child out to a park and saying, "Okay, now just sit there and watch everyone else play and have a Don't good make time." Me cry. That's so wrong, and I would not go if I couldn't at least wear, you know, uh, all of the uh, Ghostbuster accoutrement and get into character. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the whole play scenario we were just talking about. Exactly, you know, and uh, uh, somewhere between Dan Aykroyd and Egon Spankers, uh, uh, Harold Ramis. That's only a stone skip away for me, for my personality anyway. So, well, Unfortunately, I can't wear my costumes at conventions because it just so happens that all my swords are actually real swords. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty uh, uh, strict about that. With good yeah. reason, because not everybody mm. has controls, so. But yeah. All my swords are real, so I get it. 
I, I get it. Have, it it gets depressing a little. Right, Trev? We one of each. So I do have my Western outfit. Of course, I can't bring a real gun, so that ain't going to happen. But do you know where you're going to be at Comic Palooza? I do not yet. I'm hoping they kind of just let me walk around, to be honest. Uh, that would be more fun than having to stand. Um, but I should find that out pretty quickly. So are you going to have imagine. a booth? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, maybe so you can do a little bit of both, kind of walk around. That's what I'm, that, I'm hoping. I mean, it seems like if I can get more interaction, the, the better it will be. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, um, you know, um, FaceTime. So mm -hmm. instead of waiting for people to come, I'd, I'd want to show them what's out there, you know, and what I'm offering. So I can let you know that that is a huge building. Well, so. no one's going to convince. I mean, and no one's going to be more enthusiastic about my product than I am, right? So this I need to go share that. And you know, let people know why I think it's important. Well, and everybody loves cool stuff. I know last year um, I ran across the Firefox first because they had this robot that was literally going through, and they were using it by remote control. I mean, nice. is this that's going to catch their attention? Like you walking around with a real proton pack? Are you kidding me? Mm. <laughs> like, hey, come talk to me. Yeah, I know. I'm. Yeah. I'm uh, thank you. I'm very happy with. Uh, the prototype uh, product, and I'm very excited about the um, uh, to-market uh, product that will be soon uh, available. So, well, yeah. we were talking about your top ten before we started because, like I said, I'm going to visit one of mine, <sighs> and I'm maybe able to tuck Super Heavy into Comic Palooza one day to get one of my other Holy Grails. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Um, just slid that one in there, but Sean Aston is this weekend. Who is, say, we'll give you your top five. Who's your top five and your top ten one of me? Okay. I have been thinking about this. Um, <laughs> I think we can fill out, let's see, one, two, three, uh, four. Yeah, we can fill out all the positions by, uh, uh, I'd like to see the whole cast of Fringe. I'd like Ooh, to meet all of them and get their autographs. Yeah. Um, that That's a show that was vector-defining for me. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I loved it. I felt it was uh, ill-fated as far as um, not being given a, a few more seasons. But other than that, I loved it. Firefly, perfect example of some not given enough seasons. Yep. There's a few others like that, too. Mm -hmm. I'm just glad that Stranger Things has made it into four and it's heading toward five. So I'm. Yeah. I'm, are you guys caught up? Oh, yeah, I am. Day, okay. The day I came out, my husband and I stood up to a little bit after midnight watching them all. No, we, we got them all. I'm no. very excited. Go ahead. I, I, I got rid of Netflix for now. I had oh, a bunch. Okay. I had a bunch happen, so I basically got rid of everything except for basically Amazon and Paramount. Mm. So right now, right now, I'm watching Bar Rescue. Gotcha. I can't wait. Gotcha. To July. That's all I'm saying. For what? July first. 
Oh, yes. Yeah, don't call me. I will be busy. We tell the, you, shop, the shop will be closed. No orders will be taken. <laughs> Leave ahead of time. Don't bother trying to get a hold of us. Everything's silenced. Until, we'll watch from the beginning, too. Like a day or two before, we'll start watching them all. I can tell you. You got to. I can tell you, come November, I'm probably going to hook up the Disney back up, and I'm going to start watching Willow. I want to see that. Willow, Willow and what Willow was the other one? Two. Oh, and Obi-Wan Kenobi? And I'll catch up on Obi. Oh, I'm behind on Obi Wan. But basically, when November comes out, because I'm sure the Mandalorian won't be far behind because it usually comes out within late year or whatever. So I'll get Kenobi, Willow, and probably the Mandalorian mm-hmm. all at the same time. And then I can watch the other stuff that I've missed in between. So that's my goal, basically. Because I don't think, all right, Kenobi, Kenobi ends what? This coming Friday? I have no why, idea. Why pay three more months to watch nothing until Willow comes out? So I'm going to do it all at once. Okay. And of course, I'll binge watch everything. <laughs> so I'll be done within two days. Lord willing, it won't be a hundred and something degrees come November, so you actually have a reason to stay. Oh, goodness. If it is, that's the perfect time to watch everything. <laughs> Truth. Provided we're not ducking hurricanes at that point, but yeah, that's okay. Also no. that. Hurricane season ends before November, doesn't it? Uh, I thought it was October where hurricane season I think ends. it's reached into November. Yeah, we've had tornadoes into November and December. Tornadoes aren't hurricanes. But still, you got to duck them. April is usually the month for, April and May are usually the months for tornadoes here. Mm-hmm. We've had them as late as December, though, before. I remember one year we had and them. Usually, hurricane season starts in May, and I think it actually ends in September. Technically starts in June, and it ends end of September, beginning of October, yes. So. There's strays here and there, but yeah. And then tornado is generally... March through the end of June. And that's very rare, so usually it's the end of May. With this, heat, with this heat right now, we don't, with the high pressure right over us, we have nothing to worry about right now. Well, no, except for melting. You don't have to worry about well, melting. Uh, I already <laughs> replaced four tires. I mean, come on now. <laughs> we actually, I'm not kidding. We went and picked up my stepson and his girlfriend down in Houston's airport, we almost blew a tire because everything was so hot. The heat tire. Kept oh, going. wow. Mm. And a bubble came out of it and we almost blew a tire because of it. And we couldn't get it to cool down. Mm. That's terrible. This is just not right. It is transgressively hot out. It's just wrong. All I'm saying is it's wrong. It's as wrong as meeting somebody with plexiglass. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you're going to get us in trouble. Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> but I will be at Fan Expo this weekend, and we will be interviewing all sorts of people and making happy people happier by interviewing them and giving them exposure this weekend. <laughs> That's always a good thing. Yes. But I'm excited. If we do go to Comic Palooza, I will make sure to try to find you as well. And Please do. 
Yeah. That's going to be super fun. I'm definitely going to try to find you because I'd love to see whatever you're going to wear that day, whether it be the proton pack or whatever. But have you done other conventions? Uh, (coughs) San San Japan. I've done. I've never heard of Where's that at? Uh, I'm at San Antonio. Um, it's a rather large one, um, but it's been a while. It's been a minute since I've been to that one. Um, I, I just saw a new one today, and I can't think of it now. And it's around San Antonio in the hill country. It's like their fourth one, and this this one is actually like Cowboys and Aliens. Oh, that would be fun. That's cool. I would totally go to that one. I would, too. Starts with a B. Bane. I'll put my... Uh... I have a replica from the OK Corral gun. That's what I would use. Nice. Let's see if I can find that real quick. I'm just fascinated how a prop maker's mind works when they see stuff. My brain doesn't work that way. Mine is how can I play with this? And yours is how can I put it together? (laughs) I think it's both. Um, I... The how can I put it together comes much later. You know, there has to be. There's an artistic process, and you really have to take something that is proto-conceptual, make it a concept, and then the monumentally difficult part is taking that concept and say, okay, well, what things do I have available to me such that I could make something that is um, corresponding to this concept. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when I was a kid, it was what electronics could I get away with taking apart you know, <laughs> and put them, you know, together in such a way to make them make it a proton pack. Uh-huh. And that's that was difficult. I had to say, what I'm doing now is just as difficult as what I did then for different reasons. Um, is there more technical prowess? Yeah, I have that now. But with all that knowledge comes a lot more things to account for, uh, new problems to solve. Um, and that does require a methodology, but it is not, I have found, it is generally not a straight line. Um, there's, it's, it's not a linear path. Um, and you have to, go ahead. I'm sorry. So you mentioned your four-year-old. Do you like your tester to see if it, it's durable enough? I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> That's not a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> um, I, If I'm building things right, it won't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have every intention of throwing things on the ground, um, and I have, um, you know, and, you know, beating things up to see heuristically, okay, what kind of abuse can this thing suffer? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, if it were something that I made for, say, his age group, oh, yeah, I would totally put on him and say, go nuts, you know, (laughs) no restrictions. It sounds like fun. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's a great idea. I hadn't thought of it, but um, 
Yeah, for for me, uh, as far as like um, props directed toward adults, I'm gonna put what I would call adult abuse into it and to see what you know to expect from that. Um, and then I guess kids, I guess that Alphonse can uh, take take over my uh, chief role as <laughs> um, field testing. testing. Yeah, yeah, quality control. quality control. Yes, 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 yes. I like that. You can be the quality control executive. Mm -hmm. Executive of quality control. There you go. Mm -hmm. Kids department. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Younger generation. Mm -hmm. I found it. It's younger generation. It's called Bantucky Cotton. It Band is in Band. Yep, it is in Bandera, Texas, and that is the cowboy capital of the world and it's cowboys and aliens and it's october of 2022 that sounds interesting sounds like fun but will they let you take your gun well they can probably take my replica yeah they replica i actually know somebody that can make replicas that actually look very realistic mm -hmm. so said, mine's a replica from the okay corral and it looks like a real one nice and it's heavy as a real one, too. Who's gun? I don't know. Well, you got to know whose gun it was. No, it's upstairs, and I haven't been up there in about a month. <laughs> so I sort of forget what's up there. <laughs> I hope not the shower. <laughs> no, no, the only thing upstairs is my office. I'm in the treehouse. And it has, like, all my autograph stuff and all my herbs and oils and all that and books and stuff. Which makes me sad. I haven't been up there for a while, but you know, I'll get up there when I get healed. But yes, I my job is basically to find conventions wherever, and that being, it looks like their fourth one, but I had never heard of it. But I will find these conventions for people. I have never heard of that one either, but it sounds like a blast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can even go as an alien in a cowboy outfit. Just yeah, it really makes it up. Yeah, just have fun. Go, go as the predator wearing a cowboy hat. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> you could go as a zombie. You could go as... Oh, you could have so much fun with that. Mm-hmm. So. I could, I could go as Annie Oakley's zombie. Because <laughs> she's dead. I, I, we got it. Okay. <laughs> Ghostbuster with cowboy hat. <clears throat> there you go. Definitely. What other conventions do you plan on going to? Do you plan on going to any of the smaller ones or Yeah, as many as I can. That's my that's the short answer. Um because uh you know the vision is there, everything is there. It's just a matter of putting it in front of people's faces now. Um, so not just conventions, uh, but, you know, podcasts or, you know, if anyone will feature me, uh, you know, uh, any social media um, cred would be great. So, so and conventions are just wonderful because that's that's like vacation. <laughs> it's worth a vacation. A kid in a toy store. What is your mm -hmm. handle online? My handle online, I have a few, which might you be I'm referring to? If somebody's trying to find you on certain social media, how are they going to find you? 
Oh, um, they should look up my lab, uh, Elric Alchemy. Okay, um, just go there. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, but I do have a, um, um, sorry, a business uh, um, line, which I don't have memorized. Uh, sorry. So if the audience may be interested, uh, I take orders at the following number, 512-774-5095. And then, one? yeah. Five one two seven seven four five zero nine five, and then also uh, by email Chris at elricalchemy.com. And you spell that E L R I C C H E M Y. A L C H E M Y, correct. Okay, awesome. There you go for orders that's been posted. Thank you. Everything that they can order. Or? Say again. So, is it specific things that they have to order, or can they say do special? Right customers? now, we're sitting in Ghostbusters world, okay. so <coughs> only Ghostbusters uh, orders are being accepted presently. For now. And for and now. Soon and soon, Star Wars. I think you said next year. Star Wars about probably about next year, um, and then I'll be moving into various shows, um, and then following that, hopefully, I, I'll take on a. Uh, swordsmith. So. so, so I can't do a quick order for a little Stargate for Michael Shanks to sign. <laughs> I'm afraid <laughs> not. For her fiftieth birthday. Actually, awesome. I've actually uh, seen some of those little Stargates that they have. They look kind of cool. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I, we might just take our Starbank, Stargate box and have them sign the Stargate video box. Oh, there you go. Mm. That yeah, would be that's cool. cool. Well, I'm excited because this weekend I am doing, for those who missed it, Fan Expo Dallas. So I'll be floating around so you get some lives coming, popping up onto the Con Hours page. Um, Chris, you're absolutely fascinating to talk to. Oh, um, thank you. So you're too kind. If we are at Comic Palooza, I'll make sure to look them up. Look you up, and if you're at Comic Clues, and make sure to find them at Plug Walking Earth Proton Pack. Yes, Definitely. And Tuesday, as you know, we will be talking everything Comic Palooza. Yay. Mommy, Mommy Rella. Mm -hmm. Good Lord, I can't speak. Will be joining us for Tuesday's show at 11 a.m. And we are not having a show that week because I am going to be at chaotic freedom celebration which is having their first comic con mm -hmm. in, lake, in lake jackson okay. so cool. we got back-to-back -back shows so yes chaotic freedom celebration is a comic con so yes making that very yeah, yeah. so we have fan expo chaotic freedom celebration then we're going to get back into the show for a couple weeks then we're going to have comic palooza mm -hmm. And then we'll have the show for a couple of weeks. And I'm not oh. confirmed yet, but I'm working for on media for Anime Houston. Nice. And we have Comic Conroe. Mm -hmm. And is that it for the year? Did we ever figure that out? I think for right now, that's where we're No, sitting. September. September. Anime, Oklahoma. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. September 11th. <clears throat> Does that sound right? The 11th, well, the the 11th, whatever the weekend of the 11th is. September 9th, 10th, and 11th. 
I think so. I know the eleventh is in there. That's in Tulsa. Yeah, you're killing. No, it's in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Okay, got. It. It's the ninth, tenth, and eleventh. So I was right the first time. Yay! So everything happens, so I'll take it. I think that will be it for us for the year for conventions. Mm -hmm. And then next year will be a very big year. But then we are also working on something, or at least Greg is working on something that's going to probably scare the pants off of me, but we're working on it for October. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, the, we've told everybody. Okay. I'm just saying for those. Hence, 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 hence why Anubis said ghosts? Where? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that, that will be a good hit, but I'm if, working if on it. If you don't know it, you need to go back and watch some of the past ones. Because he's really planning on scaring me. Because all our shows are on YouTube. Mm -hmm. We use, the only shows that we don't have really generalized or categorized is our show on Tuesday at eleven. Mm -hmm. But unless that's just we, fun. unless we have a guest. Yeah, and otherwise yeah. it's just fun. We just come and have fun and play. Definitely, that's our yeah. BS day. Exactly. So for those looking to learn more about Chris Elric, 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 Full Metal Full Metal Alchemist. Same thing. Oh. Er, oh. Oh. I'm just going to spell it. E-L-R-I-C-A-L-C-H-E-M-Y.com. And you can find out everything about that. And the phone number to get a hold of them for orders is 512-774-5095. And by the way, there is some stuff that he has on the site. I did look at it. So check out his stuff and check him out at Comic Palooza. And if you're a cosplayer and you love Ghostbusters cosplay, right now would probably be the time. Yeah. Chris, you've been a very fun treat to talk to. Appreciate your time. Thank you for your generosity. It's been a pleasure. And we will catch everyone. She'll have shows this weekend. We'll catch everybody on Tuesday at 11 a.m. Until then.